Hey everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, Jordan, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. This week's episode is entitled, Did You Just DC That Too? Uh, this week, there's, there's actually so much for us to comb through. Uh, as the the DC fandom took place, we've got some updates with that. We've got some some old stuff that's you know they're shining a bit more light on. We got some brand brand new stuff, and you know just in case you didn't have ten hours to watch all of it, don't worry, we got you covered. We're gonna sum most of it up for you because not all heroes wear capes. Some wear sweatpants and graphic t-shirts. <laughs> um, Speak for yourself. I prefer shorts. Freed myself from the leg prisons. Uh, so this this last bit, Daryl, I you're going to have to enlighten us on this. But the Court of Owls is now in session. Yes. So if if people didn't know, I'm not a big DC guy. Uh, it's never, it's never jumped out at me. So I'm coming to it from a place of, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm much like maybe some of you are coming to it from a place of sheer, not knowing what the hell is going on. So we're going to be, we're going to be relying on Daryl and Jordan to, uh, help us traverse these. I almost called it wastelands of, um, but that's depends which DC movie you're talking about. Yeah, uh, or, hey. or, or we're gonna we're gonna traverse this uh, this um, mini expo of DC universe stuff with um, you know it had some movie trailers, it had some game teasers with a little bit of updates, um, and then we've got our our next uh, little segment piece for you. So, um, DC heads. Jordan, Daryl, why don't you uh, start us off with with how you felt about the fandom? I know, I know, Jordan watched a lot of it. I'd um, say seventy percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I think overall uh, they they started this last year with COVID. Uh, obviously, a lot of the expos and stuff didn't happen, and so uh, you know DC created their own. Uh, kind of nerdgasm of content to kind of showcase everything from games to movies to comic books and and so on. Um, so they brought it back this year. Um, it was a four hour showcase. Uh, I know Trevor uh, and I talked about it briefly. They probably could have done it in an hour and a half to two. Um, a lot of the stuff in it was just like super bloated. There were a lot of reunion panels that like, I'm sure for some people out there, super exciting to see, but you know, like Smallville came out 20 years ago. I don't need to hear about Smallville. I don't need to see those people anymore. I haven't thought about that show in over a decade. So sorry. Smallville came out 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Just just to age you a little bit. Right. (laughs) It's like, I felt really old when they brought them out and said that I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I Um, I think my biggest thing is if, I mean, if you have been working from home with COVID, I'm sure you're sick of zoom calls. I don't know how I feel about watching zoom conference calls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, there were a few that that weren't great. They did one for Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Um, they they did some stuff for the Flash TV show, which I don't know why they seem to really be hyping up that TV series, which I don't think has been good since season three. And they're on, I think, seven or eight now. Oh boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, other than that kind of stuff, uh, you know, they did show some really cool things, um, you know, uh, some updates on the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game. Okay, can uh, we talk about that? Because like, because yeah. that feels to me like a game that, you know, me not being a big DC head, I could probably still get into um, just because it seems like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, I thought it was you got excited because you got to kill DC heroes. <laughs> How is that too? I mean, that's always on the table. A little bit yeah. of both. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, are you intrigued by it because it feels like what the Guardians of the Galaxy game should be? <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit. Um, you know, they didn't change, you know, the main characters' hairstyles. And um, I, I really, <laughs> I really hope that they, they do something fun with it. Um, I mean, like, how often do you get to go and like hunt down the Justice League? As uh, a shark. play as all of the characters that were put on the on the teaser. Like you actually yeah. have to play all of them, not yeah. just can Star Lord. I, can I play King Shark? Um, I would love to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going with that because that could be something I might jump into if it's a multiplayer sort of thing. This is yeah. on record. Everyone heard it. Just so that this, <laughs> everyone knows, this is basically a contract. This shit's happening. <laughs> yeah, the the thing that excited me is that they have confirmed this is a fully playable co-op four-player game. Oh. Um, which, obviously, for those that have followed the Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out this month, you play as Star-Lord, and that's it. So, I, more uh, like Starboard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh, did they talk at all about how, like, how it's going to be played? Like, is it third person? Is it first person? Like, did they, I missed that part of it, but did they talk about that at all? Uh, the original gameplay footage is third person, like, the like before Fandom came out when this game was first kind of announced. The, oh, okay. the initial thing looks like third person. That's kind of what I figured it would be. Yeah, I was just curious. Like, it's obviously not going to be like a top-down, some sort of like weird isometric. But no. I was just, no, yeah, and and it's uh, it's from the the studio Rocksteady that did all the Arkham games, like Arkham Asylum, oh, Arkham okay. City, oh. and and they they basically perfected third-person combat. Yeah, yeah I kind of uh, trust that. Then, yeah, I was going to yeah. say Daryl's nodding his head emphatically here. So. Yeah, <laughs> those are good games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I have I have full trust in in that team. As much as I wanted them to either do a continuation of Batman or even introduce like a Nightwing game or or something along those lines. So um, like a Gotham Knights kind of deal. Hey, don't get too ahead of yourself. Can we can we get a, <laughs> can, uh, can we get a Darkwing Duck game, please? Oh, oh man, <laughs> that, that'd be dangerous. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, I don't know, obviously you guys watched the trailer. Um, it looks like Brainiac plays a pretty big part 
in the game. They try not to show him too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's why the Justice League is involved in the first place somehow. They look like uh, they're infected with something, right? Yeah, like I think Brainiac has done something. Well, Brainiac's like Colt, uh, written right into his name. Uh, he, he basically can control other beings. Like if he gets the, like he has, he's in control of all these different types of machines. His like major spaceship basically is, looks like a skull. Uh, and you come in there, like he kidnaps beings from all those sorts of planets, takes them over, takes over the planet. Like he's becomes the omnipotent ruler kind of thing. So uh, it looks like they're all, infected with brainiacs uh whatever control they got uh, the brain drain and nanotechnology so they that's why they're like eyes are kind of black and purpley around it whatever because that's yeah what he uses so uh, i looked at that and i was like ah this is kind of like if injustice went wrong <laughs> and yeah. brainiac won and now it's up to the suicide squad to fix it so i guess i should catch up on some dc movies here to get a bit more context eh well, if you I need have. to, they announced about 8 million cartoon series. Oh, if my you need God. To, uh, <laughs> sure. Catch up on anything. I don't I, I got Cole's notes version. I also have the 10-year anniversary box set of DC animated movies, Kyle. So we can get you caught up real fast. Yes, with all what's my free a, what's time. What's a DVD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, they're blue. They're Blu-rays. I thought you were going to say they were VHS. <laughs> Actually, they're laser disc. <laughs> let, let me just let me just hand over my Batman and Robin VHS so you guys can watch that. Val, some Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. some bat suit nipples. Oh, the <laughs> George Clooney special. That's what we're yeah. here for. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the only thing that they haven't um, that they haven't admitted to is whether or not this Suicide Squad game has any universe correlation to the Arkham series. Oh, so if it's like canon through that or not? Yeah, because they've been asked point blank whether it's connected, and they haven't really answered that question. So I'm super intrigued. Such a strange world to be in with comic books where that's like a, a question. It's like, is what happens in this game affecting everything else in all of the other shit that you're making by other yeah. people? Like, no one asks me if, like, Gladiator is related to, I don't know, fucking, like, War of the Worlds. Like, like are those the same <laughs> universe? Like, like, but just such a com- weird comic, comic books book are, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to hear Daryl. Daryl, what are your first impressions? Because I know you're the other. Okay. Um, As the other major DC fan, my only concern is that uh, a lot of the information that was given to us on DC fandom, like throughout the trailers and behind the scenes looks at some of the movies that these movies actually pan out. Um, The DC universe has, it's always hit or miss with their movies. So I'm really hoping that this next wave of movies is actually going to be well done, <laughs> well received, and can continue to build something big. It's not going to need like a Snyder. Yeah, kind of- I t- enough of those things, right? Like I just want it to be good the first time. Um, and the Flash is one of those. The, the Flash is one of those movies that can open up a whole bunch of doorways. Flashpoint is such a cool comic book series. Uh, the animated special for that is phenomenal. And it looks like they're going that way. Like there was little teasers of uh, Michael Keaton's suit and the Batmobile. 
uh, and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping that um, that movie pans out because it can go a lot of really cool directions with it. Well, I mean, really, the I think the benefit of introducing Flashpoint this early on is it will allow them to essentially reset the 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 DC universe in the movies if they if they want to. They can go back in time because does Flashpoint essentially deal with um, like time travel, like the Flash going through time? Yeah, and like multi, like essentially the, the equivalent of the Marvel like multiverse. Yeah, it's uh, it's him essentially trying to go back in time to save his uh, his mom. Gotcha. Um, and then obviously that has a ripple effect, you know, through everything else, and um, like he goes back and ends up seeing uh, seeing Batman in a different universe, but it ends up being Bruce Wayne's dad as Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, Spoilers. so that, well, yeah, for, for anybody who hasn't watched, uh, the flood, the flashpoints, uh, animated movie, but, um, yeah, so well, it's got stuff I like mean, that. But. If we're talking about, I guess that's always been Canon. I mean, there's been what, like eight Batmans, Batmans, Batman, Batman. Yep. <laughs> Bat there's, there's been a ton of them. There's been a, a, there's been quite a few variations of the flash as well. Right. And, um, so, but yeah, the uh, the little teaser they showed, uh, like Daryl was mentioning, they they showed uh, the 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 back of the head for for Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> so you don't really get to see a whole heck of a lot. Um, and then yeah, Daryl, can you explain to me because I saw more than one Flash in that trailer. <laughs> what were you? Yeah, watching? which is <laughs> <laughs> wrong tab that was interesting for me too uh i wasn't sure why there was two ezra millers um obviously like this yeah would kind of allude me to the idea that he is run into himself in that in that universe uh that he doesn't actually belong that he's not supposed to be there but there's is not like rule number there. one of time travel yeah it's just a lot of the time in flashpoint right. what happens is um he reverses the event and then kind of wakes up within it. And does it, he has like some memories of the past in some from his new reality and they're like blending together and he's forgetting about his original life and stuff as it, as it happens. So there's not two of them. He's just like molded into the one that w- would have existed in that universe, which is kind of bizarre. Um, but yeah, uh, that will be intriguing to me. Like, uh, there's all the different, there's a lot of different versions of the flash. Um, even one of the things I was looking at was maybe Jay Garrick being in there. Cause I saw the helmet, uh, which I thought was pretty sick. <laughs> so, uh, I'd be cool. I'd be cool if the, the original flash yeah. showed up. That would be awesome. But it's okay. He's going to have the gold boots. They specifically talked about that. He's going to have the gold boots guys. It's going to be okay. Yeah, the TV series they were talking about the gold boots. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Yes. Um, I, I'm just I'm happy that the I'm happy that they're getting away from Zack Snyder. Like, not everything in the DC universe has to involve Zack Snyder. Are you sure? <laughs> I think so. Can we get I a mean, Snyder like, cut of that comment? 
Oh, it's going to be about four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much can but you edit be that better. comment? Uh, oh, Trevor? my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And that always worries me. Like, I understand, like, extended versions and th- things like that. But it's just when you have to f- start doing that and having that discussion, like, immediately after the movie is released, it kind of makes it like it makes you wonder, was like, was the movie good to begin with? Yeah. Like, maybe it shouldn't have been released the way it was. Yeah, I mean, there's that was the there's, de- there's definitely a lot to say with the uh, yeah, and like ju- you know, Justice League, like yeah, I mean, there's definitely some unforeseen circumstances there, like, you know, with his daughter passing away partway through the production of the movie, you know, so like you know, there, you can't really control that kind of stuff, but. Uh, you know, bringing in Joss Whedon, who essentially ruined the the theatrical <laughs> version. Um, yeah, it's not Joss Whedon a like a huge fucking creep too, big time. Right, that's what. I th- that's, that's, that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But uh, but yeah, no, he. Uh, um yeah the the care i i can't remember the the actors names off the top of my head but wonder woman and cyborg both uh in the movie uh they've said publicly like joss whedon was not a good person to work with oh great yeah well that's unfortunate um shifting gears did was there any any like minor movies that jumped out at you at all um, you know, like we're, we're, we're going to go into, into the big ones. Um, but was there any other like small ones? Like I know there was like an Aquaman in there and there was like a Shazam sequel. Did, did those jump say, out of you or are they just kind of like, eh. The sequels for those actually look good. Like the Lost City of, uh, the Aquaman movie. Uh, I was glad to see Black Manta's coming back. I can't wait to see what they do with the character Ocean Master, since Orm kind of became that at the end of the of the first film, which is like an awesome, awesome character yeah. uh, in DC Comics. So that's really enticing for me. And then obviously Shazam shared his powers with his friends at the end of the first movie. Um, so, I mean, they can go all kinds of directions with that, but the suits look super cool. Uh, and that behind the scenes look. Um, and that movie was really funny. That's like DC's yeah. kind of... Uh, chance to do something funny and unique like Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, I hope that yeah. they run with it and that it stays lighthearted. I have yeah. a I have a DC ignorance question. Okay, is yes. is Aquaman not already uh, like in charge of Atlantis? So what the hell is the Lost City? <laughs> it's the uh, other Atlantis. It's the secret Atlantis. It's Hotlanta. 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 <laughs> do they serve chicken wings there that is the important question lou williams will be there yep. <laughs> i think i think as a non-dc person that just stood out to me it's just like what the hell in in old aquaman mythology there are several major cities in the oceans and major factions oh. that battled and Atlantis, but how do they get like lost then? Mecca. Well, it could have. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see which direction they go with that story arc. But I'm wondering if it's not going to be like the faction city of where Black Manta is, like 
ancestors are originally from or something to that effect. So um, there's, there's, there's a lot of directions yeah. in the actual comic book stuff. There's like weird reptile looking people, um, stuff like that, like amphibian um, races and stuff. They could bring those guys in like journey to the center of the universe people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see, uh, I'm happy to see Patrick Wilson back as ocean master. Cause I think um, I've always been a huge fan of him. Uh, like he was in Watchmen uh, as well, and uh, like in the Conjuring movies and stuff. So I was happy that they brought him back because I thought he he was a really good opposite um, to Jason Momoa in the first movie. I thought they played off of each other really well. I agree. I'm excited to see him back. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they where they go with that. Like obviously Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa was like the coolest person you could get to play Aquaman. Um, because on the other hand, you get like the, you, you get like the Aquaman cartoon that they showed. That Aquaman as a character is not cool. No, <laughs> super vanilla. Cool yeah. So I think like because they showed the the Aquaman cartoon and that immediately off the gate, I think Jordan and I were talking. I was like, this is not for me. Like this is just looks like straight booty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm, I'm okay, but like yeah, Jason Momoa Aquaman is like okay. Well, we got to make him as badass as possible to like make up for all the shortfalls. Yeah, he's always looked like surfer beach boy Starbucks bitch in basically <laughs> everything. <laughs> so like adding in Jason Momoa is, yeah, I agree. That's about as badass <laughs> as you can make that character. Like white wonder bread. Yeah, ba- basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then, yeah, uh, Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, I think looks really interesting. Um, the, the, the first movie was okay. Um, it had some funny moments and stuff in it, but there were definitely some issues too. Like the, the suit in the first movie was awful. They made him look like the Michelin man, just super puffed out. Um, thankfully they've slimmed that down in the sequel and they've made his lightning logo bigger. So it just looks a little more proportionate to the comic books which is nice to see. Sweet. Now, on the completely darker side of things, the Batman. On Batman. I I honestly don't know if DC can go any darker with the Batman franchise. Like, I'm pretty sure that entire trailer like teaser trailer clip that i watched it was pouring rain and night <laughs> the entire brooding. time it was just, just oozing, constant just, brooding. Whoa, just brooding there there was Batman. a there was a sunrise <laughs> clip in there okay. uh, i think it was overcast <laughs> followed, by, followed by the darkest sunset uh, uh, batman. Uh, batman does uh does odd does Abed make an appearance in this film? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Darkest timeline. <laughs> uh, like, is it? Did they say what that movie's going to be rated? Have they talked about that at all? That's got to be R. I don't think so. I don't think anybody's talked about it. That's going to be a big point. Like, there's got to be a point where they make an R-rated Batman, and like, I don't know how dark you can get aside from like the Nolan trilogy, like the the Christian Bale Batman. Like, that was pretty dark, but. I don't think you can get much worse than that without like 
you can get, can't get more hardcore than that without kind of upping the rating. And I know that's always an issue with these comic book movies. Okay. I was, I say, I wasn't really sure about Robert Pattinson being Batman at first, like just on paper and like looking at the mug shots and stuff. And I was like, okay, like this, this could go one of two ways here. Um, but after watching that trailer, uh, which had more of him in it, supposed to just like the the scene with the Riddler at the beginning. Um, I was like, okay, I'm, I this this might look pretty good. Yeah, um, I, I agree with all of you guys. I think the initial casting of Robert Pattinson, you know, I think by default everybody reverts to the Twilight Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Is Batman gonna sparkle? Yeah, and, and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sakes <laughs> um but uh yeah no from what i've seen especially in this second trailer uh i'm gonna give him the, the benefit of the doubt uh batman is one of the hardest characters to to pull off when christian bale was cast nobody liked that and we all obviously know how that panned out um when ben affleck was cast nobody liked that casting i actually like Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, I thought his Bruce Wayne was not very good at all, but his Batman I thought was really good. Um, so I, it's, you know, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. The trailers look great. Um, I like that they're taking a ton of inspiration from the Batman year one, uh, storyline. Um, it's one of the best. Uh, it's one of the best stories uh, for Batman in the last uh, few years here. Yeah, it'll be nice to mix it up and see some some different villains. I like honestly seeing Riddler again, and like a, a darker, more like psychopathic Riddler. Less, less neon green tights. Uh, okay, Ray. let's let's be honest here. I fucking <laughs> loved Jim Carrey's Riddler. Because it reminded me of like the '90s cartoons. Yes, that's what they full went for for that one. But I didn't mean it's and, also Jim and that was, uh, You can't yes, be mad. Yeah, it, and it was perfect. No, mm-hmm. he, he. But but this this Riddler seems a lot darker, crazy. Um, yeah. and yeah, I really like the way they're going with it. And like I've I've always enjoyed all of the Batman movies mostly. Um. I mean, like I've skipped the last few, uh, but like Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale's Batman's watch all of those. Love those ones. That's like a super iconic trilogy for me. So really curious to see like, from from a, a non DC person that still enjoys some Batman. Uh, really, really curious to see where they're going with it and just how dark they'll take it going to need to like listen to some happy pop music and get some ice cream after the movie just to feel better and and can we uh can we discuss colin farrell's penguin in that trailer wait sorry that was colin farrell yeah yep it's crazy what yeah they did a crazy job with penguin yeah like jesus murphy (laughs) Looks yeah, just awesome. a little glimpse of him and and uh, Batman in that scene where he calls him a sweetheart. Uh, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I like, "Yep, I'm in. I'm sold." <laughs> like that's perfect. 
I just want an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> Iceman cameo. <laughs> Everybody <surprised>. chill. <laughs> you just call wait, wait, wait. I you just him call Iceman for a second. Yes, Mr. Freeze. Sorry, I corrected myself before you did. <laughs> Easy there, Scarlet Spider Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Getting, getting, <laughs> getting nerd checked at the door here. <laughs> we're, we're all allowed one mulligan an episode, right? Uh, that's like, the rule. I got it out before anyone corrected me. It's fine. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Shifting from the Batman, I know that um, the group chat kind of blew up a little bit when Jordan and Trevor were watching some of this event live, and I barely just managed to watch it today. But the Black Adam trailer. Holy Ooh, shit. It was like it was like what like 30 seconds? Maybe yeah, a it's minute. not much. Yeah. Oh man, that's all it took. I I was I'm sold. I, I want to see where they're going with this. He literally like vaporized a guy. Yeah. Like just to ash. Electrocutes him to ash. Oh my god. Yeah. Daryl, what was your thoughts on that? I just like when the rock was like the paradigm of power is about to shift. And I was like, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> like, let's let's see what this is all about. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, yeah, like the yeah. cloak and everything in that little teaser, uh, like everything about it. And then him just like slowly levitating. I was like, oh my God, this is, this looks good. I hope that like they've taken the time and care Ch- to. Catching a bullet like he's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. Like some Matrix shit, and yeah, just it looks badass. <laughs> and The Rock is—he doesn't re- usually uh, take a leading role without making sure that it's good. And what was what's kind of cool is like we were talking about this too—that the the is it antagonist, I guess, to Black Adam would be like Doctor Fate, which is kind of fitting. You know, I—it's very cool to see like older Pierce Brosnan hop into this Dr. Fate role um, and more fitting that we talked about it a little while yeah. ago in our, in our first, in our first installment of Daryl's danger. Dome. <laughs> now, Daryl, do you want to take it away? Yes. So just to summarize, we pulled the people on Instagram. I asked a few more experts uh, and I just want to give a shout out to my buddy, Paul, who also has, uh, a lot of comic book knowledge weighed in. Uh, if you want to check out his podcast, Structured Rambling, everything literacy is on there. Please check him out. But the vote have votes are in and they're final. And our winner is Dr. Uh, Fate. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be that way, but I had like a small glimmer of hope that maybe Dr. Strange was going to pull through. Doctor Strange won the Instagram vote, which was I thought was really interesting. Burner accounts? What burner accounts? <laughs> Easy there, Kevin Durant. <laughs> so that's actually going to lead us into this week's episode of Daryl's Danger. And I think he's got a few few surprises for us. Fantasy face All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
Welcome back to the Danger Dome. First week we had a Marvel versus DC matchup. Now we're we're flipping the switch here, and we're, and <laughs> it's gonna get heated in here real quick as we see our next big matchup from the bowels of hell. <laughs> yeah, quite literally, two heavy hitters. We have the Great Demon versus the Hellspawn of Netherrealm. It is Akuma from Street Fighter versus Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Oh. And I, I got to tell you, folks, when like Daryl gave us a preview because we were all having like a rough week a week ago, and he gave us he gave us a little snippet of of his picks, and my God, I lost my shit. Actually. Akuma! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that that Jordan you're voting for team Akuma here yeah so I grew up as a massive uh, Street Fighter fan in my house it was Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo all day every day uh-huh. uh, so I'm very partial to those characters I also grew up watching the uh, the, the manga um, the animated movies that they released in the 90s and early 2000s for Street Fighter, which are fucking phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, well, I grew up watching the early 90s live action Street Fighter, and it was garbage. <laughs> well, we don't talk <laughs> there. <laughs> we don't Jean talk Claude that fan. Damn, that movie sucked. <laughs> But that being said, I too am team team Akuma. Um, again, I like played Street Fighter and you know all the the Marvel vs. Capcom games like Marvel vs. Street Fighter, um, X Men vs. Street Fighter, um, and Akuma has always been like he will be my pick. Always, I will pick him whenever I'm building a two three fighter team. Hundred percent. Just he's so badass. Um, and fun, fun little fact about Akuma, he actually was put into the game after um, there, there's a whole rumor, you know, you know, like back when there wasn't the internet really, and you had like school rumors about, <laughs> you know, how to unlock certain things or cheat codes or, or whatever in games. Um, there really used to be this. Here. Oh my yep. God. I don't sure. want to, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, there, there was this this rumor that got passed around that there's a special way to unlock a special character, like a hidden character in Street Fighter Two named Shen Long. Um, which it, it ended up, it was like I don't know if it was like perpetrated by you know different gaming magazines or whatever, but you know you had to complete the game in a very specific way, doing very specific things to unlock this character. Never happened, um, and so. Uh, Capcom ended up putting Akuma into the game as sort of a a nod to that uh, to that original rumor, and I'm so glad they did because oh. Akuma's fucking badass. So awesome! Like just that. Fu- <laughs> Trevor, how do you feel sure on this matter? You can. Well, I don't know. Scorpion's been in the game since the original because he was supposed to be there. Um, 
<laughs> my uh, <laughs> my 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 vote ended up going. <laughs> so I, I had to do some research on this because I do know Akuma, Asshole. but I I had to you know I had to look it up a bit more. Um, my vote ended up going uh, to Scorpion. Uh, mainly because of the conversation we had regarding the new Mortal Kombat movie where uh, dealing with the whole nether realm and all that shit is that Scorpion would always find a way to come back, learn more stuff and just like whoop ass, right? Like the whole kind of dirty, dirty tricks of the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, uh, no, that, that was kind of what it came down to for me. Like they were both pretty wicked characters. And I think at the end of the day, it was just like, well, Scorpion can kind of just like not die. So he he just has more chances to get it right. Was kind of my thought process. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Just to uh, get the information, so we're we're two versus one right now. And for reference, this is how the battles are going to go from here on out. As the audience, you guys are your vote is extremely important. Now uh, we will have no more tiebreakers. So, uh, Jordan, what were the final stats? From the uh, from the audience on Instagram. Well, for, uh, who did they vote for? First off, I would like to preface this by saying that our um, viewership is fucking wrong. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> oh my god, um, it was sixty. Hold up. Let me let me let me go on my other burner account. Yeah, um, give me a second. The uh, the. <laughs> The the final results were Scorpion at sixty seven percent. That's right. To, Aku- to Akuma at thirty three percent. Oh, it's bullshit! There we go. So it's two two. So as yeah. fitting, oh, we all know where Daryl's voting. Judge of all these fights. <laughs> uh, uh, Daryl Daryl just made this segment so that he could feel here. power. <laughs> Yeah, this is it. Daryl just wants to just no iron fist just like on this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Daryl's turned into Batman. Um, He's just going to keep saying, so, oh, "I'm vengeance." I'm vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look up at this objectively as possible. Uh, Bullshit. So I did my research too, because I'm obviously quite familiar with. I I did my research. <laughs> I looked at everything. I obviously know about Scorpion uh, through all the games. I'm being a big Mortal Kombat guy. But I looked at uh, greater detail the stories about Akuma just to make sure that I was going to get this right. And so as I looked at the scenario of how this fight would turn out. Did you put it through your simulator? Two great warriors. <laughs> did, you, did you calculate the <laughs> statistics there, Point Dexter? And according to my calculations. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Kyle. <laughs> uh, so what happens here is there's there's obviously high levels of martial arts from both guys. So they would be going uh, blow for blow fighting style. Um, they're both very skilled uh, fighters in, in their respective style. Um, Akuma channeling all kinds of dark energy and... Scorpion being able to channel stuff from uh, his like hell spawn days in Nether Realm. Uh, it would be a very interesting fight. 
But in the end, as Akuma goes to shoot a Haryuken towards Scorpion, uh, he views that it hits and there's this giant cloud of smoke and he starts to walk away slowly, uh, not hearing any whispers of anything. There's obviously no life form left there. And as he turns around to walk away uh, in his his triumphant uh, episode, he all he hears is the clanging of a chain reaching out as he gets stabbed right in the middle of the chest with the kunai spear. And all he hears for his last living breath is, get over here. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize it was story time. Yeah, right. uh, I, I accept your results. This is bullshit, but uh, the people have spoken. It's fucking collusion, spoken. is what it is. Yeah, people have spoken. fucking collusion. Time to fire up the burners, Jordan. We can do it. Yeah, yeah. Believe for the next one. I believe. Now we need a game that pits Street Fighter against Mortal Kombat, so we can figure this shit out for real. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. I would lose my mind if that ever. It'll happened. never happen. But <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I think that concludes another bullshit episode <laughs> of Daryl's Danger Dome. Yeah, just call it the Collusion Dome. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad so it didn't turn into Marvel vs. DC this time. Hey, we're on different kidding. teams this time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is true. So to, to wrap things up for the, the, I would call it the finale of, um, of the DC fandom, not the bullshit Daryl Danger Dome. Um, <laughs> I'm still salty. So salty over there. So salty. Uh, the the last thing. The thing that Daryl and Jordan have been thirsting over. They're so parched. It's like a Sahara desert. But for their game is a release date and more footage of Gotham Knights. Give me a release date. Fuck. (laughs) Just tell me when it's going to be here. I can't. Did you just tap you on, on the head when it's coming? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> just like even uh, give me a like you know summer 2022 you know yeah, yeah. yeah a quarter anything yeah because they they delayed it it was supposed to come out in October this year and then they delayed it to 2022. And then they just said 2022 again. It's like, fuck, we already knew that. You know, give us even a, yeah, give us a season. Something. Give me a window of time. Yeah. Give us some sort of deadline. I think that just that, that ongoing COVID and just general fear of games being released right now. Yeah. If it's broken, it's going to be ruined. So, so here's my, uh, here's my tinfoil hat going on this is this is my my guess so we've got suicide squad and we've got gotham knights i think they're gonna stay even though they are different um developers i understand that um i think gotham knights is further ahead in development so i think that's gonna come out 
April, May, June-ish, somewhere in there. And then they're going to they're gonna reserve Suicide Squad for October, September, October. Yeah, that, that typical fall release. Yeah. I think they're going to gonna spread those. Yeah. yeah, I think they're going to spread those two apart. Yeah, they don't um, want to step on their own toes. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. So that's my thought because I think Suicide Squad is further out. I, I think there's probably more work in development that needs to be done with that. Whereas with Gotham Knights, it was supposed to come out this year. True. So, they did have a lot of footage yeah. though for Suicide Squad. Like I, when they talked about it, I was like, oh, okay. And they had a, they had a lot of stuff to show. Well, last year's trailer for that was pretty brief. It was, it was more of a teaser. Uh, whereas the trailer that we got last year for Gotham Knights was actually pretty in depth and they had a, a bunch of gameplay and they even showed the start to uh, the boss fight with Mr. Freeze last year. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say. So, um, but yeah, I mean, everything they show that game, it still looks f- incredible. Like, yeah, to be able to play as those characters, I, I'm in. I'm, I gotta admit, it's made me want to look into that storyline a bit lo- more because it seems very intriguing. Um, and it, it looks great. It looks like a. I think you would really like the Court of Owls. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah, hundred percent. The cool thing too with the Court of Owls story is it's a relatively new story for Batman and Gotham City, like. That was introduced in the new 52 um, 10 years ago. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that have never heard of it because in the grand scheme of things, it is pretty new still. Um, But it's awesome. It is such a good story. I will be checking it out. Just a a random fun fact. Fun, fun fact, just to shit on DC just a tiny bit. A group of hey. owls isn't called the court. It's called the parliament. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> the parliament. We just want to be factual on this podcast. just so <laughs> Totally what our concern is, Trevor. Yeah. Thank you. We're here, for, we're here for the facts. So so really the game should be should be Gotham Knights colon the parliament of owls. I mean, Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> It's just a bunch of owls sitting at desks arguing over policy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They're just wondering, like, what caused or, you know, who caused all this crime? Just a bunch of guys sitting there going, who? 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 Wow. 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 Uh, Wow. I want to know Daryl's thoughts because obviously he's been just as excited about this game as I've been. So I got to know Daryl. Every time I get a glimpse of what it's like of Red Hood being a playable character, I basically just start losing my mind. I just instantly start sweating in anticipation. Like, I, I can't I can't wait. I am I'm dying over here. Uh, His pants until, get tighter. <laughs> until I can friggin' play as Red Hood. I like I'm chomping at the bit here. Um but I I I like that they didn't actually show Talon. They just alluded that he's gonna be there. And I have some other theories yeah. about how that game is going to yeah. p- pan out. Because um, it starts off like the original trailer it was like Bruce Wayne is dead. And so now but I bet you it's like, going to be a hoot. Oh. oh. 
uh, it starts off with Bruce Wayne being announced as dead. Um, but I have a feeling that like true kind of true to the court of owls, uh, comics is that, uh, Batman isn't dead, but Bruce Wayne is alive and he's infiltrated the court of owls, but that's, that's just my guess right now. Um, so if I'm yeah. right, mark this date in your calendars. <laughs> well, you you know, birds of a feather flock together. So, <laughs> oh um, Bruce Bruce Wayne is still alive, and at the end of this game, it sequels into the next like Arkham Batman game. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. Now, more importantly, and I know they've already confirmed this, but uh, this game has loot, ladies and gentlemen. Oh so- no. <laughs> it's like a magic word. Guess I, we're all in. I don't know how in depth it is, but if you can get suit variations and weapon oh. variations from the comics, sploosh. Yeah. If you Simey. if you don't, that's almost like not doing your homework. Like there's so much reference material. Like that's the number yeah. one easiest thing you could do. Well, and that's just like makes so many people happy. It'd be so good. That's that's like the the Spider Man games. Their inclusion of all those different suits. It's the best part. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like being being realistic, but not like not so over the top that you can't be like, well, you can switch your costumes out or anything like that. Like here's this old school Batman one with a running with a bomb over your head <laughs> or. <laughs> Well, even in the trailer, in the in the most recent trailer, I think Batgirl had like the classic, more like Adam West ish style. Yep. Yeah. Costume on with like the purple with the yellow cape, and so I was like, I was like, okay, clearly they've got to, they've got to be embracing the different costumes in this. Like that's, you know, just like you said, right? With Spider Man, it just made it more fun. Like either you unlock them or how, whatever they give you benefits of some kind, but they were, you know, just gives you more stuff to get. When it makes the story feel more personable because everybody's got their their favorite suit, you know, everybody's yeah. got their look, right? So, you know, when you got a bunch of people all playing the same game, it's always really interesting visually to see, you know, screenshots and and like gameplay footage. It's like, oh, you picked that suit. Like that's in, you know, I always just think that stuff is super interesting. Yeah. As long as they don't hide that shit behind a paywall. Well, they did a good job with all that stuff on Injustice 2. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yes, Kyle, I agree with you. As long as there's no microtransactions for it. Agreed. That would ruin the game. Because they've been pretty good. Like, even with Injustice, like, they didn't do a lot of paywall stuff in Injustice, no. did they? No, it was, it was, uh, no. it's like, just like, well, NetherRealm Studios doesn't typically do that heavily. Like, if you want certain like skin variations you have to pay for them like there's specials but there's nothing that like is a major component or major customizable piece that isn't unlockable in some way in the game uh which i love and i hope yeah. that they continue that okay i would just love in this game if there's if there's like end game content where there's almost raid type levels where you can get uh you know, legendary gear for each character that you can do multiple runs with and stuff. Like 
if it has anything like that, not that I'm already sold, but fucking double sold, give you know, take all my money. <laughs> I'll buy two. Yeah. That oh, on that note, uh ultimate collectible edition. Yes, is there please. something? Cause if it comes it, yeah, if there's a statue or like an owl, a court of owl mask or yeah. They did tease that. Someone did tease a photo of like a, it was, I think it was more of a press release box, but they did have a box with like the, the news article with Bruce Wayne being dead and the owl mask. And that was, it looked like a pretty cool, like collectibles box that might may or may not be part of the, the special release. I just hope they do something. Cause, uh, I think that's a game I will 100% be buying that. Oh, I'll get what I'll get the fanciest whatever, whatever version of whatever is. comes out. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We already know Daryl's buying the $200 holy shit if it, edition. If, if it like comes with a red hood helmet, yeah. like forget it. I'll pay whatever. Oh, oh my god. Daryl selling his car for <laughs> Cuz I got to say like DC like that's a really good I mean, it's a really good universe and like market like to have collectibles with. I mean, that's half of their stuff they release now anyways. Because I feel like we've been really lacking on good special editions lately. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, get some DLC and a sticker. <laughs> no, I want <laughs> I want a cool physical thing, not just like a bunch of digital, you know, yeah. gold items. I want some cool collectible. Well, and these these companies got to start figuring out that not every special edition has to be three hundred dollars. That too, right? No, they they got to find some like price reasonable options. Yeah, like find a find a balance between between like going all out with it with like maybe a bunch of shit you don't need and actually like worthwhile items. Yeah, to, like it just needs me, one cool thing. Yeah, to yeah. me, take all the digital shit out and just give me the game, the seasons pass, and then, you know, a crazy collectible. Like, I don't need the game's soundtrack digitally. I don't need, you know, uh, I don't need a bunch of resources given to me An at the start book. of the game, an art book. You know, don't give me any of that. Give me game, season pass, and then, like, a crazy statue or something along those lines and i'm in totally yeah i don't really get the whole point of the uh like the in-game like here we give you a boosted weapon or something it's like if i'm buying the special edition i'm probably going to b- play the living shit out of this game like i don't need yeah like, exactly i don't need i don't yeah. need a yeah. leg up in this it's like i yeah. want to i want to play it the full way through i find sometimes too though those like those intro weapons are so overpowered to start with that it just sort of ruins it yeah, right, you, can, like, you don't have to replace your loot for the first five hours of the game because it's so powerful already. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't like that stuff either. Yeah. Please, WB, give us the fucking game. Give us a release date. So I, I think um I think that just about tears down the fandom. Um I me being a DC skeptic, I am curious to see where some of this goes because, you know, like I said, the the Suicide Squad game, Gotham Knights, I could be on board for that. 
given the, the right motivation and group of people to play with in a four player game. Four uh, player uh, multiplayer <laughs> for the win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, well, and, and Gotham Knights is co-op too. Yep, exactly. So um, I, I think I, I think I can speak for all of us when I can say we're on board for Gotham Knights for sure. Uh, maybe we'll get a chance to go see another movie together or a movie together at all. Um, in Black Adam, I, I feel like that would be would be a good one to go to. But that being said, uh, once again, thank you for sticking with us and listening through all this nerdy shit um, that we discuss, even if it's, you know, the wrong answer to who would win in a fight. Um, <laughs> oh, people have spoken. Ugh, people. Are I already said that people were fucking wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, they got it right. Um, they were right. <laughs> yeah. So overall, though, um, Daryl, what would you what would you say your your rating was for the uh, the DC fandom? Uh, well, it wasn't Shazam uh, spectacular, but it was good enough. Good enough. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, write us or comment or email about anything about from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future. Any and all feedback is generally appreciated. We also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming, nerdy, and, you know, just plain geek stuff. Uh, please subscribe to Good Enough Gaming Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release episodes every Wednesday, so mark that in your calendar. See you next week.